This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today on the newscast, Iranian vessels harass a U.S. warship in the Persian Gulf. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We want to get into the big story today. Three Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps vessels harassing a U.S. warship in the Persian Gulf. But first, a quick update on yesterday's big story. If you missed it, you can check it out here in our archives under Newscast. The Israeli government has dissolved that far-flung coalition led by Prime Minister Naftali Bennett and consisting of right-wing, left-wing, and even an Arab Islamist party has now collapsed, essentially, and it looks like Israel is heading to a fifth election in October. Now, the big update today is that it looks like Bennett, Yair Lapid, and that coalition, they want to formally dissolve the Knesset by tomorrow. Now, that would most likely prevent the opposition leader, Benjamin Netanyahu, from forming a right-wing government that would help Israel avoid a fifth election. But here's the deal. This coalition that has collapsed after only one year, and again, not surprising that they did not last long, considering the far-flung ideologies among these coalition partners. As I mentioned on yesterday's newscast, they have essentially been united on one pillar, and that is anyone but Bibi. Everyone in that coalition was a fierce opponent of Benjamin Netanyahu, and they wanted to prevent him from being prime minister. Well, they succeeded for at least a year, but now you have to think that Bibi will be the favorite in October, as it looks like Israel is going to elections once again. And hey, right now, folks, the more stability for Israel, the better. The more we have finally a clear-cut election and a clear leader with, with a mandate that's a good thing, because right now Israel is facing, obviously, a tremendous challenge from the Iranian regime and its proxies, and there is a very good chance that Israel will need to act militarily against Iran's nuclear facilities sooner rather than later. So stability in leadership and a clear leader, again, is a key right now, I believe, for the state of Israel. Hey, we're going to get into the Iranian regime in a second and what it's doing vis-a-vis the United States as well. Iran is not just a thorn in the side of Israel, no doubt. We have an update there as well. Before I get into it, I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey, we're coming to you every day, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on the weekend, depending on the news cycle. And I believe we'll be coming to you frequently on the weekends in the very near future because things are happening and unfolding very rapidly in the world's most chaotic and volatile region, the Middle East. Just look at yesterday, the Israeli government uh, collapsing, and just look at also what happened in the Persian Gulf yesterday, late Monday as well, when three speedboats uh, commanded or patrolled by the, U, uh, the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps challenged a U.S. warship in the Persian Gulf. Now, the USS Sirocco, a U.S. Navy warship, was accompanied by the U.S. 
Ennist, Chocotaw County, which is a Navy fast transport ship. They were doing a routine, uh, a routine transit through the Strait of Hormuz, that strategic waterway, which Iran has often threatened, when they were met by three Iranian speedboats. Now, these were, again, controlled by the Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps, and these speedboats essentially harassed these U.S. ships, in particular the USS Sirocco, that U.S. Uh, warship. One of these speedboats, according to the U.S. Navy, 5th Fleet, uh, came within 50 yards of a U.S. warship. Now, there were audible warnings given by the U.S. ship, number one, And number two, it eventually had to set off warning flares to scare off these Iranian speedboats after an hour. This whole interaction lasted about an hour with these uh, Iranian vessels harassing a U.S. warship. The Iranian vessels eventually left. I believe the warning flare was a signal to them that, hey, okay, we better get out of here because the U.S. means business. But that is how it unfolded, folks. Now, a few things here. Number one, this is not surprising. The main reason is we've seen this many times over the years. We've documented this here on the newscast, including in May 2021, Iranian vessels harassing U.S. ships in the Persian Gulf region, in particular in the Strait of Hormuz. And what Iran does, again, is they use these speedboats and they will barrel towards a U.S. ship. You don't know what's on those speedboats. You might scoff and say, well, it's only a speedboat. Well, perhaps a speedboat is packed with explosives. Do you remember the USS Cole incident in 2000 when some 13 U.S. sailors were killed courtesy of a suicide bomber ramming into a ship with a small vessel? That's the kind of threat that you have with these vessels, these smaller vessels traveling at a high speed. Iran has done this with great frequency uh, over the years. And who could forget that incident in 2016 when Barack Obama was president still? when Iran seized 10 U.S. uh, sailors and detained them and paraded them in front of the cameras for the world for a great propaganda victory for the Iranian regime that portrayed American weakness in their view. So this is, again, there's a long history of this dangerous behavior by the Iranian regime, in particular the Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps. No surprise there. Uh, Secondly, we have to look at the timing. Obviously, nuclear talks are at a stalemate, I would say, between Iran and world powers, including the U.S., and it seems like they're not going to be revived anytime soon. The sticking point, not coincidentally, is the Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps, who we are talking about right now. The U.S. is sticking to its guns, thankfully, surprisingly, in a good way, with this administration, I should say, but they're sticking to their guns and saying, we will not pull that terrorist designation from the Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps. That's been the sticking point from the U.S. side. So Iran has dug in its heels. And now you have to think either Iran has said the nuclear talks aren't going to happen. uh, We're just going to go all in on radicalism. Or number two, they're thinking, okay, we will have a blackmail type scenario here where we're going to threaten the U.S. and say, see, if you don't come back to the negotiating table and give us what we want, this is what will happen. We will harass your sailors and your soldiers in the Middle East. And oh, by the way, we may start a war with Israel. That's the sword that Iran is uh, dangling over the head of the West. They're saying, if you don't give us what we want and, and strike this nuclear deal, there's no telling what we might do. Hopefully, Western powers don't take the bait, but I'm not so confident 
uh, based on what we saw in 2015, the Obama administration, many of the players from that administration are obviously members of the Biden administration, including the president himself, Joe Biden, who was vice president under Barack Obama. Let's hope history does not repeat itself. What is clear is we are at a very dangerous moment right now. And hey, remember, although Israel, Iran has obviously the closer proximity to Israel, the Iranian regime regards Israel as, in their words, the little Satan. In the viewpoint, the eschatology, the ideology of the Iranian regime, it is the United States, which is the great Satan, in their words, and the ultimate prize. Don't think that Iran is just a problem for Israel or the region. This is a global problem, and we haven't even mentioned Iran's nuclear program, other than the nuclear deal we just talked about. But if Iran gets the bomb, there will be concerns far beyond the Middle East, where, by the way, there will be a nuclear arms race sparked the moment the mullahs announced that they possessed the world's deadliest weapons. But here's the thing. I don't think that's going to happen, folks, because I think Israel will act. And again, as I said at the top, it may be sooner rather than later to take out Iran's nuclear program, which would be an existential threat to the existence of the Jewish state. Hey, a lot going on in the Middle East, as we said. Keep all of this in your prayers. As we know, God still sits on the throne, but we certainly live in perilous times, Bible times. It's good to know that God is in control. One last note before we go. Tomorrow, Wednesday, June 21st, a Watchman newscast live stream. We're going for one solid hour between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern time right here on the channel. Be sure to join us and bring your questions for the Q&A session. I'm sure we'll have some interesting questions in particular about Israel's political process and what is happening there. So stay tuned tomorrow for the live stream. Until then, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.